Hello, this is Patty Davis. I'm a psychic medium and intuitive, and I'm coming to you from Humboldt County, which is in Northern California, where the redwood trees meet the ocean. Aloha, my name is Jude Lynch, and I am a psychic intuitive energy healer, hailing from the island of Kauai, the garden island of the Hawaiian island chains. Welcome to Spirit Speakers Podcast, where we meet to discuss a variety of topics from two different psychic vantage points. Hello and welcome. This is Patty and Jude and I are going to talk to you about the vibrational effects of the coronavirus. We recently have had several people reach out to us and ask us to do a podcast specifically on this. And we are not here to speculate on the reason for this coronavirus or predict outcomes. We're here to simply pass on some insights that we've had and how it's affected us personally so that we can use this information to help one another get through this really difficult period of time. So to begin with, I did a little meditation on this virus, and I wanted to share some of what I got with you right off the bat. First of all, there are some things that this virus and this isolation period are bringing to us. And one of those things is seeing the world globally. It's helping us understand our impact on one another, helping us sense unity and oneness. And it's also forcing us to understand the impact that we have on one another and how much of an effect we have on each other and a sense of unity. We are really working with the collective consciousness right now and understanding how that affects us. And for those of us that are empathic, this is a time to really recognize and observe our empathy and how we're affected on this. It's a time in this isolation period where we're becoming much more conscious and we have a chance to really travel inward. We're also being shown that life is unpredictable and that it's important to be prepared. And we don't want to walk around in fear, but we do want to be wise and not take things for granted. Also, it's important that we stabilize and maintain a positive frequency. And talking about frequencies and vibration is a whole podcast in its own, and we are going to work on that podcast next. So we'll be sharing some more information on that. If you are an empathic person, you are most likely picking up on the collective consciousness of what everybody is feeling right now. Jude and I are both extremely empathic and we are both feeling this and picking up on a lot of information. There's also the feeling of sickness in the air. So in addition to picking up on fear and instability and the unknown, we're also picking up on ghost illnesses or sympathy symptoms of illness. I've had a scratchy throat and a headache for probably two weeks. And it started just before this coronavirus started. And we can pick up on these symptoms when, similarly to when we're picking up on emotions that we may realize don't belong to us, that they're coming from elsewhere, we can pick up on physical symptoms that are coming through the ethers and affecting us empathically. So that can be pretty scary to be sensing or feeling physical sensations and not recognizing if they are real or if they are empathically being picked up. So Jude and I are going to talk about its effects on us. And at the end, we'll have some suggestions and some tools to help you get through this. But I'm just really holding on to that feeling of rejoicing when we're all going to come back together, when we're all going to be at restaurants and we're all going to be 
out shopping again and walking on the streets and how wonderful it's going to feel to connect with your community once again. And even being around strangers, I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't a huge hug fest where everybody was just hugging each other and so happy to be back out and about. And it's really going to allow us to recognize how important we are to one another and how closely we're connected. So from there, Jude, I'm going to hand it to you and let you start talking about how this has affected you. First of all, wow, Patty, that was an amazing intro. And I'm moved and touched and I love your vision, the end goal here. And you're right. It's like we do take for granted the strangers that are walking by us and they might not mean anything to us, but there is some kind of comfort in knowing that energetic connection that we have in our day to day that we never paid attention to. But once it's gone, it feels so kind of isolating and empty. You know, I kind of pride myself a little bit on being a really grounded and clear person and that I'm not really letting a lot of outward energies come into my sphere. And I can admit to you wholeheartedly that this has been challenging for me. I definitely had a one or two low moments where it wasn't just a matter of visualization of just kind of calling in that light and putting up that bubble around me. I had to lay down and I had to go into a deep meditation and I had to sit there and force myself to sit there and break back into that light and that higher frequency. And it took me time. And I've had to do that a few times since all of this happened. I was on Oahu on the Chinese New Year and our plan with the family was to go to Chinatown and go experience the celebration and the big party down there. And that was also when the news broke. And so we decided maybe it's not a good idea because... We have a huge Asian community here on the islands, and there are people coming in and out all the time. So when the news first broke, it seemed so scary. It was like, oh my gosh, people are dying, and that first initial fear sunk in. And then as I heard about it, everybody was kind of here and there, like people were taking it really seriously. People were not thinking it was as big of a deal. And then what happened was the influx of the information coming in from the media. So it trickled in with emails and notifications on, you know, your smartphone to radio announcements. And what I noticed off bat, which really was off-putting to me, was as soon as I would see the word COVID-19 or coronavirus, or as soon as I would hear somebody in my vicinity talking about it, it was like, somebody was grabbing my foot and pulling me underwater. And I was feeling this feeling of sinking down in this doom and gloom and this fear before I could even formulate my own opinion and my own assessment of what was going on. And to me, that was like this red flag. I'm like, something is not feeling good about all of this, that this media attention and the way people are talking about it was yanking my vibration down before I had a choice within myself as to where I wanted to hold my frequency around it. And so that was alarming to me. And I know that there's a lot of other people out there who were also feeling the same thing. So at first it was like this two steps forward, three steps back thing. Like I would recognize that and pull my energy and frequency back up. And I'd be like, I'm fine. I got this. I'm cool, calm and collective. And then it bury me again. And I would, you know, two steps forward, three steps back. And eventually it got so kind of snowballed that I found myself in a very kind of dark space with all of it. And that's when I really needed to stop and dive into that meditation and do that deeper work to pull myself out. And then I would be good again for a little bit. And then the same cycle would happen. Within all of that, 
there was some clarity and insight that I got vibrationally, clairvoyantly as to what the energy, not necessarily of the virus, but the energy of our collective consciousness and everybody's fear vibrationally and clairvoyantly, what that looked like. And for me, it was like this murky cloud, like a murky yellow brown cloud of energy and being in it and having it everywhere, like this fog kind of enveloping you, it actually made me feel like I couldn't breathe. It made me feel like I was suffocating. It made me feel claustrophobic. And that in itself is the actual symptoms of the virus. This fear that everybody was having of getting those symptoms of having that cough or not being able to breathe and for the people who are actually suffering from it. So when I recognized that I was actually starting to take on the symptoms energetically of not being able to breathe, I had to combat that and push that back. And when I recognized that and was able to make space with that energy, I felt clear. I felt like I was getting a full a lung of air. I didn't feel despair, doom and gloom and hopelessness in all of it. It's been a lot of work to keep that vibration high. So I sympathize with everybody out there who are really struggling with it. For me, I've had a lot of my clients and friends and family reach out to me and ask me where I stand on all of this and how I'm handling. And, you know, I'm in it with you. I'm processing this as you go. I'm trying the best that I can. Patty, we were texting back and forth a lot during all of this. And you and I were kind of feeling a lot of the same things. Do you have something you'd like to share about your personal experience? Thanks, Juju. You explained all that really well. For me, and I've talked about this before, my default is anxiety. And I am still seeing clients. And because I do this for a living, I open up energetically to them when I'm sitting with them to help read them. So I am opening up to not only the information to give them a good reading, but to what they're sensing and feeling during this. Even if we're not discussing it specifically, I'm picking up on their energy. And then I have an elderly mother and I have children and I have a community. And I have found myself in that state of overwhelm where it feels like it just starts to grow throughout the day. And it just keeps on growing and growing and growing this weight this heaviness and it triggers anxiety. And I would find myself, you know, going back to all the old tools, breathing, trying to ground, trying to put protection around me. And when I could do that and go deep, I would say to myself, wow, I'm really okay. I, I have plenty of food. I have shelter. I have toilet paper. You know, I have everything I need. I feel really fortunate and I'm okay. I feel okay. So why am I feeling so shitty when I actually do the core feel okay? And so for me, it's been a huge battle of anxiety on not picking up everybody else's stuff. And I tend to be a little bit of an obnoxious optimist and that's been hard to maintain. I found myself being very emotional and getting triggered and tired. Now, this is what's so interesting. I've talked to a lot of clients and a lot of people, and it seems to be manifesting in two ways, this isolation. I know a lot of people that are like, this is great. I'm doing artwork. I'm cleaning out my closets. I'm getting all these projects done. And then there's also a huge population that is just exhausted. I have been sleeping between 11 and 12 hours every night for the last three, four nights. And I know a lot of people that are saying, I just can't get off the couch. Now, if you are an empath, as we all have empathic tendencies, but if you're someone that is extremely sensitive, 
we are working so hard right now to protect ourselves from the fear and the collective consciousness that that is exhausting. Not only is it exhausting picking up energy that doesn't belong to you, that exaggerates what you may already be feeling, but trying to protect yourself takes a lot of work. And so trying to have some protection to tap into your own energy to not be overwhelmed by the collective consciousness can be exhausting. And I have been feeling a little bit better with that today, although it's been a rough day in other ways. And I'm hoping, or I'm being optimistic here, that after a little bit of time, most of us will get our protection in place and be able to stabilize that protective field and not have to work so hard on securing that. It's also a time where we need to look after our community, the elders in our community, people that are sick, people that don't have the resources that we need during this time. So it is triggering this wonderful sense of compassion. However, compassion and empathy can run very close to one another, and it can easily get sent over into a place of overwhelm. So it's important that we try to stabilize our frequency and maintain that and live within that so that it doesn't fluctuate quite so much with moments of not being protected or moments of overwhelm from the collective consciousness. So I feel strongly in saying that this is totally kicking my ass. And I have had years and years of working with teachers and learning tools for this. And sometimes the tools just aren't going to work. And you just have to do the best you can. So you're not alone. Right. It's interesting. I have a child who's in school. And as you all know, with children in school, they're always bringing home sicknesses and illnesses and things. And my husband as well, I share a bed with him and he's been like really ill. In fact, in early January, right after the new year, both my husband and my daughter got a really gnarly flu. And anybody living on Kauai, I'm sure you all know, because it seemed like the whole island got sick in January, right before the news of all of this broke. And for some reason, every time somebody gets sick, I just don't get it. I can speculate as to why that happens. I think it's because I run a sound healing studio and I'm constantly working with these high vibrational frequencies and it's kind of protected me. But it is almost comical that I just don't get sick when everybody else gets sick. In fact, Patty was even visiting me the last time she was here and both my daughter and my husband had the flu and she saw that I didn't get sick. I'm just like, I just don't get sick. But when all of this coronavirus energy started accumulating, I was telling people like, don't be surprised if you start getting symptoms of being sick. It doesn't mean it's coronavirus. It's just this fog of fear, as I'm calling it, of being sick that we can't escape because let's face it, as an empath, it's hard to dodge one person's bad energy in a room. Like imagine if everybody in the room is having kind of a lower vibration and now you're saying the whole planet globally is having that. That is a thick fog that is thick energy. So we're picking up symptoms. And just two, three days ago, I woke up sneezing uncontrollably from morning till night. And I knew it was allergies because I'm allergic to dogs and I have two dogs and I've been letting them sleep in my bed with me. And even though logically in my mind, I knew they were allergies, my head went into every fear scenario 
oh no, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. You know, I'm going to have to tell everywhere I've been. I got to call anybody I've had in contact with two weeks ago. Like I went into these waves of panic. It was super intense. And then by 10 o'clock that evening, I was completely fine. It was just the allergies. That is to me a manifestation of this energy load that we're under. And I also have had other people, as soon as they sniffle, scratchy throat, as Patty said, we start, oh no, is this it? Like, is this happening? We go right into that anxiety. Just letting you all know out there that that's part of how energy works and the collective consciousness that a lot of you might be finding symptoms or you're paying attention to your symptoms, like hyper paying attention to symptoms that you didn't have before. Um, it does not mean that you have the virus and you're sick and you're contagious. We're picking up, as Patty said, sympathy symptoms from this energy. That's true, June. In fact, I took my temperature three times yesterday and it never got above 98 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> what did you text me yesterday? You're like, I took my temperature three times. Psycho. <laughs> up. I know. And I don't even feel ill, but I just can't stop. I know it, it triggers, it's triggering a lot of odd things in us. And the other thing is this is a time when we're all traveling inward. And the reason why we meditate is to try to quiet our minds so that we can tap into some of those messages that are a little quieter. You know, we find time to really tap into our psychic abilities to open up our third eye and tap in intuitively. And we're spending so much time in the quiet right now and not going through the normal routine of life and passing people constantly. We're, we're spending a lot of time alone. And what that's doing is it's quieting our mind. And a lot of us are finding ourselves feeling that we may be downloading information or we may be sensing a shift or the air even looks different. The room looks different. And this has been frightening for a lot of people, but there's good reason for that. And Jude. I know that you've been experiencing this as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think it's very interesting that with the amount of distractions that we have in our daily lives of chasing our schedule and being at work and interacting with people, and now that we're sitting with ourselves and really looking and having to evaluate their fears and the fears and the anxiety that people are feeling is uncomfortable. So of course, we're going to like, what can I do to remedy to this? How can I fix this? And in that process, you're really looking within, you're really evaluating your feelings. And I think this process of inward reflection is also expanding our consciousness at the same time. So we might be experiencing anomalies in our outward reality. And I've had a lot of people in the last few weeks, I'm telling you, are almost having this kind of mind-blowing spiritual opening and awareness. And guess what? When you're not distracted by your schedule in the day-to-day, all of that stuff was always happening. You just may not have been noticing it. On top of it, this inward sensitivity you're having to your own feelings, your own vibration and frequency is also fine-tuning your awareness to subtle energies rather than being constantly distracted. So yes, it is a consciousness awakening. Yes, we are becoming more aware and more sensitive to the vibrations in our environment and what we're picking up off of other people. So I know that there's many of you out there who are experiencing visual anomalies or feelings like there is information coming in and maybe you can't retain all of it in the moment, but you just have this kind of higher knowing that you are getting what we call 
downloads, spiritual downloads. I think that's all relevant. And I think that there's more and more of us right now having these experiences. And so just wanting to put it out there that you're not alone. You're not going crazy. This isn't just anxiety. In fact, Patty and I were talking about this. There's a palpable difference if you pay attention to what is inward anxiety projecting out and what is a wave of energy coming in. And sometimes if you don't have that awareness, you don't know to differentiate what's coming outwardly or what's coming inwardly. If you can open up your mind to see that we're being affected not only inwardly and outwardly, you might be able to see that difference and assess that the anxiety or the feeling or the symptoms that you're having are part of these external energies that you didn't see before because you were distracted by life. Yeah, that's great, Jude. Also, a sense of surrealness. For me, the best way to describe it is sometimes the air looks pixelated or thick or like you can see the molecular quality in the ether between you and the wall in your room. Things just feel thick and you have a sense of surrealness. Also, people are feeling a little lightheaded and a little dizzy, like I said before, tired, fatigued, like they just don't have the energy that they used to. And also just getting more information. You know, you might be getting more synchronistic things happening, more validation, picking up more intuitively on what loved ones are going through or if somebody's about to give you a call. Those are all things that are happening because we're kind of being forced to quiet our minds, which is helping us tap into these deeper parts of ourselves. So if you are somebody, I'll talk on behalf of anxiety here. If you're someone that is experiencing a lot of anxiety, the best thing to do is ground and to try to stay as level as possible. Now, a lot of us, our routines have been totally mixed up and changed. So finding some sense of regular life, having a routine, keeping even your blood sugar nice and level, making sure that you eat regularly, trying to get outside, trying to do some exercise, talking to people on the phone or FaceTiming so that you see people so you don't feel so isolated, connecting with people that give you that sense of stability and safe and groundedness are all really good things that can help with anxiety. And when I meditated, Spirit gave me a few suggestions. One thing, and this is really interesting to me, was stretching. And I said, really? Stretching? And what I got was that a lot of the energy coming in, and because of what we're going through, we have a lot of stagnant energy in our bodies right now where things are just kind of pooling and sitting there because we don't know what to expect. We don't know what's coming next. So it's almost like we're frozen in time in a lot of places, like a deer in the headlights. And so our energy is kind of pooled. And if we can do stretches or yoga, Spirit was saying that will help keep the energy flowing, help our chi moving, and help us feel a little bit better to keep things moving instead of holding on to things and having energy pool or be stagnant. Also, polishing our aura. And this is fascinating too. So we have many layers to our aura. And if you can go on the outside of your aura and polish it up or clean it up, that's a good thing to do right now. And if you can imagine that you're working really hard to protect yourself and keep your aura nice and strong, you know, to, as your safety zone, but it looks to me like mud being thrown on it, like mud splattering against your windows or dirt hitting your windows. So even though we're sustaining the sense of safety, we can have all this muck 
or like Jude was saying, that kind of fogginess on the outside of our aura. And Spirit suggested going out there and using whatever visualization works for you or any feeling you can come up with that works for that and polishing the outside of your aura would help. Again, grounding to avoid overwhelm, getting lots of rest, setting your intention for the day, setting intentions of sending love and healing light out to others, setting the intention that you are strong and your immune system is healthy. Whatever you can do that makes you feel like you're in a little more control will be helpful. And setting intentions is a great way to do that. Meditation. Meditation helps us access our intuitive wisdom and it'll help us better deflect frustration and anger and fear manipulating our frequency. And we're going to go into this in detail, but listening to good music that's upbeat, chanting, using stones, essential oils, things that help make you feel better and are uplifting, working with kindness and care, deflecting negative energy, recognizing your triggers, working on resilience. That'll help you be resistant to fears and self-doubt. And again, working with unconditional love, gratitude, and compassion will also be something that will help you get through the day a little bit better. Taking a few minutes to meditate and just send love to the planet and all of those that live here with us is a great meditation. And those are things that you can do that give you something active to do rather than wallowing in the fear of the collective consciousness and everything that you might be picking up on. Great advice, Patty. For me, a couple of things that have really helped me were to visualize. I, I was like, I almost fine-tuned my radio dial to coronavirus fear energy. And I could visually in my mind's eye picture that and to project and push that energy out. So I was kind of creating my own energetic aquarium because this energy, when I say thick, it's just the way that I see it. It's thick. It's everywhere. It's looming. It's kind of enveloping this entire planet, you know? And so I just imagine me pushing that fog back. So I actually have some like clear air, some room to breathe and pushing that back. And I found that using um, a smudge, if you have it, just to have like a visual of where that opening is happening where I'm seeing that smudge go or using an essential oil spray, like a smokeless smudge. I like doing that around and where that beautiful aroma goes is where that space is opening. But when it's been really mucky, what I had to do to be truthful, usually I'm pretty good at calling in and visualizing very clearly a very high vibrational dimension or frequency or realm. And it's been difficult when I've been in these low moments during this whole coronavirus thing. But I'll sit there and I won't nudge. I'm like, I'm not moving until I'm able to bring my mind's eye up into that high dimension and into that high space. And it was just simply visualizing something so happy or something so beautiful from my memory. Everybody has at least one thing, a moment where they felt comfort and joy and happiness and peace. And to bring your memory back into that moment and really sit with that and really visualize it and remember everything of how it felt and how it looked, that in itself will raise your frequency back into that light. And so that's something that I've been doing when I've been feeling in those very low moments. Great. I like that you I was really feeling like a victim for a few days and I just decided, okay, I need to put some music on. And it was genius. I, and I just put some really good tunes on. I danced around my house. I sang to my dogs and it really helped lift up my spirit. So for me, when I feel that things start to get really heavy, I think, oh, 
music. I got to go put on some good music. And that helps me pull out of it. And then I've been diffusing a, a combination of essential oils of pine, cardamom, and clove. And those oils are really cleansing and clearing and antibacterial and antiviral. The smell of them just helps me feel clearer. And to smell that in my house and to listen to good music helps me shift things out. And it can get to a point, at least for me sometimes, I don't know if you have this, where I can be to a point where I'm so overwhelmed that I can't even meditate, that I'm in such a place of extreme overwhelm that when I try to meditate, it's almost like it just starts spinning in my head and I can't move it. So for me, going outside, sitting in the sun for a few minutes, listening to some music, working with essential oils or stones to bring that down before I go into meditation really helps. Sometimes I need a little bit of a pre-meditation before I can meditate. One other thing that I wanted to mention is this is an excellent time to really get to know yourself, to pay attention to, like Jude was saying earlier, the difference in the frequencies that are coming in, the different types of, of energy, how it has an effect on you. When these things occur, is it like, oh, after I listen to the news, I feel overwhelmed? Or if I don't get enough rest, I really pick up on things. It's an excellent time to try to pull out of victimhood and go into a place of educating yourself on what is happening to you, how you're reacting, what things work for you so that you can in the future be better equipped to understand and to find tools that work on your behalf. This can be a really good learning time for all of us. Right. And I would also like to add, I think it's really important to stay present and in the moment and not get your head and your fears and your anxieties wrapped up about what's coming in the future and what this all means for all of us. The truth is it is out of our control. It can be an unsettling pill to swallow that we don't really have control over what's happening. But when you surrender and just let go and kind of ride the wave of energy as it's coming in and flow with it. Because if we skew our energy into fretting about the future, this amplifies our anxiety. Take things day to day. Everything is changing. I know here on the islands, we're watching things happen on the mainland. And then it's like two, three days later, we're being pulled into that same social distancing and closing down of the businesses. And they're asking people to stay home for a certain amount of hours. They just instilled a curfew over here. So we're kind of watching everybody on the mainland and everybody else go through it first. And we're just taking things as they come the best that we can. I'm just trying to say the best thing we can do is just be in the moment and do not get yourself worked up about what's going to happen in the long term because we don't know. We don't know. And I feel like everything is a probable future. And, and there are a lot of people who are speculating as to what's going to happen and this, that, and the other. And everybody's getting really caught up in what everybody's saying and what everybody's ideas are. And it's just adding to the anxiety. Just be present, be with your family, enjoy the moment, do your part, be responsible, be aware. And that's all you can do. I agree, Jude. And another thing is bringing in light. Just keep bring light in from your higher self and see yourself as a luminous, healthy being. That's going to help your immune system be a little stronger right off the bat. 100%. You can look it up. Stress is the number one killer. It's not yep. the virus. So anxiety is part of stress. 
the best thing you can do for yourself, for your health is to not feed in to your fears and not allow the anxiety to overtake you to raise your frequency and vibration and feed the collective consciousness in that way of being grounded, being present, having faith, being in the moment, all of those things. So that's my advice. I like it, Jude. I Thank like you, it. Patty. <laughs> all right. Well, we're thinking about you all. We're all doing our best. Be patient with yourself and really take the time to find things that make you feel better. Yep. We're right there with you. I would like to add that I am going to be doing uh, Instagram live for those of you who are hunkering down at home and looking for ways to entertain yourself. It's a kind of a new idea. I'm not sure how it's going to go. I'm a little nervous about doing a live cast, but just to kind of be able to connect with people and offer some insight and answer questions if you have them, it's going to be at 1 p.m. Hawaii time on Sundays. As long as people are interested, I'll continue to do it. I'd like to see you there and come in with your questions. It'll be a nice way to connect. That sounds great. Also, I want to add that Patty and I have upgraded our website spiritspeakerspodcast.com. It's going to be more interactive. There's a landing page and we'll be adding more resources, more information and posting events, classes and things that we'll be offering in the future there. So maybe you want to check that out. You can listen to the podcast from the website and see what else we might be up to. And also Jude and I are going to be working at a retreat in Belize. It was supposed to happen next month in April, but with all of this, it got postponed. So now you have time to join in. It will be happening mid-November. We will be posting more information on that in the future. That's going to be a lot of fun and we'll all be needing it by that time. So thank you for listening. I hope that this helped validate some of your own experiences or thoughts around all of this or settled your nerves and kind of give you some real grounded approaches to how you can elevate your vibration through these difficult times. Yes. So take care, be safe and hang in there. Aloha. Aloha.